happy uh, Black Friday, everyone. Hopefully everyone had a great uh, Thanksgiving uh, with uh, family and friends. And um, first want to say I'm very thankful uh, that y'all have uh, found the Middle School AD podcast and are uh, continuing to listen and um, enjoy, really enjoy what we're doing and, and bringing uh, information and, and topics uh, to the, the Middle School Athletic Director. Uh, so again, I just want to say thank y'all as well for um, coming along on this journey with us. Today, I think we got another great one. Uh, we have Lindsay Watts, who is the Assistant Athletic Director for Enon uh, Public Schools in Oklahoma. Um, within her role, she is the head middle school AD for the district. Uh, so on this episode, we we discuss how can we support our coaches um, from the AD level, whether that's taking things off their plates, whether that's helping them with practices, helping them with uh, paperwork, parents, whatever the, the need be. There's a lot in uh, this discussion. So uh, before we get into that, though, I, I do want to mention again, please stop by and see us in Orlando at the uh, Meet the Podcaster event on Sunday night. Um, you can stop by the Box Out booth or stop by the Vital Signs booth uh, to get more information. Um, but again, that is sponsored by our uh, title sponsor, Vital Signs, and and we look forward to that, and we look forward to meeting everyone. And uh, Lindsay has said that she would be there too. So if you want to uh, put a face uh, with a voice and and meet her in person, she'll be there as well. So uh, again, look forward to it. Hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, but before we dive in, here's a word from our sponsors. Bring your school's legacy to life with the Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Our interactive display highlights your greatest moments and top performers, both past and present, across athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's also so much more. With our one-of-a-kind content program, we help you every step of the way so you can tell more compelling stories that will engage your whole community. Box Out gives you the ability to create graphics at the speed of sports to highlight your athletic department, teams, and student-athletes in seconds. Used and trusted by Notre Dame, Ohio State, UConn, Marquette, Georgetown, and many more of the top college brands in the country. If you want your school's brand to stand out through all the clutter, start your free demo at boxoutsports.com. This is Game Time. Neptune Game Time creates a high-energy game day atmosphere that your players and fans will love. Every song in our database is 100% lyric safe, which means you can stop screening music for good. GameTime also provides custom messaging to help you promote your upcoming events, concessions, and event-specific announcements. And it gives you the opportunity to sell sponsorships on your station that will generate revenue for your athletic department. Amp up your game day with GameTime. Welcome to another episode of the Middle School Athletic Director Podcast. Uh, I believe we got a good one today. Uh, we're going to jump right into it, but uh, first want to introduce uh, who we're speaking with today. Uh, we are going all the way to the state of Oklahoma. I uh, got a chance to uh, meet this AD uh, while I was at the Border States uh, Summit um, back this past August. Uh, so that's another thing. I know, you know you've heard us talk about different things, but if you are uh, from those states, please make sure you check out the Border State Summit. Uh, they are moving it to the middle of July. Even if you're not from those states, um, I know they welcome anybody uh, to come. It's just like a, a miniature um, NADC, if you want to say. So uh, please check out Border State Summits. We'll have more information as that time comes. But who we are speaking with is Lindsay Watts. She is the district uh, middle school athletic director. She is the assistant 
AD um, to the high school uh, athletic director, but she focuses mainly on the middle school side of it with Enid uh, Public Schools there in Oklahoma. So, uh, Lindsay, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. What a great opportunity. Oh, yeah. Like I say, as, as soon as we, we connected, I think I, I put out on one of the, the AD forums that, you know, I need guests for guests, you know, two, and you were one of the first ones to say, hey, I'm all in. So I was so excited <laughs> when I saw it. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up. Put so me in, coach. It, it was, it was great. Again, loved meeting you down at, at the border, well, up for me, uh, up in the, yeah. the border states. And, you know, we had some great conversations then and conversations since um, with, with how to promote our student athletes and things like that. So um, definitely, definitely a fun time, but, you know, let people know uh, a little bit about who you are and um, kind of your, your journey to where you are as an athletic administrator. Well, this is, like you said, um, this is my second year as assistant AD here in Indian Public Schools. Um, big focus of mine is middle schools. Um, prior to that, I coached, I was the head swim coach here for seven years. Before that, I started a swim program at a small, um, a small Catholic college here in Oklahoma. So, I mean, I don't know my passion for just serving others and helping the world become a better place through what I'm blessed to be able to do coaching and now athletic administration. Um, it's all just kind of tied together and I don't know, just, have a blast doing what I do, supporting others and helping grow other people. Oh yeah. Like I said, I def definitely could feel that passion um, from the first time we met uh, this past August. So yeah, that was one of those, again, definitely had to get you on and have another conversation with you. Yeah. Um, I had a blast talking to you. It was really fun. I learned a lot from you that day, not just about the vendor stuff that you were selling with box out, which by the way, we have purchased and it's phenomenal. Our coaches are loving it side note. Um, but truly talking to you about some different AD tips and tricks was, it was really impactful. Oh, sorry, the bell, um, really impactful for me. So thank you for bringing your wisdom to the table that day. Yeah, no worries. That's, you know, but you know, box out is, is, is a sponsor of this podcast. So I know they, they always, they always enjoy a, a shout out. So, um, you know, de definitely thank you to, to box out for supporting us and, 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 and being there, like you said, at, at the border States, but, you yes. know, before before we dive into the, the meat of things, we always like to, to get to know you a little bit more. But maybe what is a hobby that you do, maybe that people don't know about or maybe that people do know about, but that you really enjoy that kind of gets you away from the world of athletic administration? Well, much like yourself through our conversations, um, I learned that you are kind of a workaholic. I cannot leave work at work. I wake up in the middle of the night thinking of all the ideas and have to get out my phone and type them in or I'll forget. Um, but one thing I do do to try and escape unsuccessfully escaping, but escaping in, in a sense is my family and I like to camp. We, um, not tent camp. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we glamp. Um, yeah. so we actually have a trip scheduled for this Saturday. We'll be gone through next Wednesday and then we'll come home and do Thanksgiving as a family here in Enid. But last year we actually went camping and everyone met us at the campsite. We fried our Turkey right there on the campsite and it was phenomenal. It was a really, really good time. Like my parents came, my brother came from San Antonio. My in-laws here from Enid came down. We were in Southern Oklahoma and it was awesome. So camping is kind of our, our place where I don't have to think about cleaning the house. I don't have to think about coaching our coaches. I don't have to think about, 
I still do, you know, we always mm-hmm. do. Uh, like, but think about all the plans that I have to make, like, it's, it's a little bit of an escape and I have two little kids, a 10 year old and a seven year old. So they enjoy just being outdoors and hiking and fishing and all the things. So that's my, that's my one little escape that I really truly have. Yeah. It's so hard uh, to get away. Uh, like I said, I know everyone's heard the, 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 the meaning behind AD, right? AD is all day after dark and all duties, all duties. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> You know, it doesn't stand for athletic director, which we wish it did. No. Um, You're but, 100% accurate on that. Yeah. So uh, especially at the, you know, at the middle school level where you're having to do other things than just be the AD, right? A lot of yes. high schools, you know, the AD is able to focus solely on being the AD. Mm-hmm. Um, we're at middle school. I mean, you're, you're either probably a teacher or a counselor or an assistant principal or, or something else is tied in um to that to that role uh because i know there's there's a few uh schools out there in the nation that are are big enough to have a full-time middle school ad in the buildings but they are they are very far and you know few between so um you know it's it it definitely kind of you know kind of goes into what we're discussing but yeah time to get away uh is is vital um especially if, if you do have a family and things like that and um you know we went on a family vacation this past summer and I think, you know, my phone tell, you know, my phone tells you every week or so, how, you know, what your report is. Oh yeah. And, and mine was down. Like it said, like I was on the, my phone, like 60, 70% less, less. Than, than what I normally am. And uh, yes. my, my wife, of course, ate that alive. She goes, see, you can put it down. Um, but, but it's, it's so hard when your mind has to be at work because you know, you're going to be back there tomorrow morning. It's so hard to turn that off when you're like, well, four people have emailed me and I've got to write down all these notes to do the social media post for tomorrow and all the things like our brains just don't stop as ADs all well, day, just, all duties after dark, all the time. That's all, right. All that's what it just like you said, I mean, I, you know, the, the worst part is when I, I'm laying at night, when I finally get to lay down, that's my brain starts going, Hey, you yes. gotta do this, 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 this. I'm like, come on. You know? Uh-huh. So then you can't go to sleep, but then I'm, then I reach over, pull up the phone, bring up the notes and write down what I'm thinking about. But now my brain's been stimulated again because yes. I pulled the phone out and yeah, it's. Yeah. The idea you had, now you have to actually plan through what that's going to look like yeah. logistically. And then you start thinking of all, yes, yes. Yeah. You're not I alone, slept, my friend. I slept better like before a big interview at a, at a school the night before than I did whenever I just had a, a checklist to do before a big game. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so, so much better. Yeah. And I'm like, you would think you'd be a little more stressed about the big interview or the big oh. presentation or big, whatever it is, but I'm stressing the most about, a you know, it's, it's a big contest. And, and I, you know, yeah. again, I could put on a game just like probably any of us in my sleep, right. We've been doing this yeah. for a while. I, I, I know my routine. But here's the deal. The difference is when you're prepping for just an interview or something, that's for you. When you're stressing about all the things you need to do for the school, it's not about you. It's about all the other people it impacts your student athletes, your fans, their families, all the things. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a different, a different game when you try and sleep before something for yourself versus for others. And I d- definitely have to go back and recheck uh, confirmations to make sure officials are covered yes. or uh, security if it's going if we need security or whatever. Yes. But yeah, because I've I've got luckily it was a scrimmage, but I've got hit. I got hit one year with officials didn't show up uh, because I actually I inputted for the officials, but I inputted it in the wrong place. 
Um, oh no! And so, and you know, it was my first year there and first year doing it with the with those officials. And that's what people are like. Where's the officials? Like I put it in. You know, looking at the basketball coaches, yeah. I put it in, and yeah. we went and checked and um, called called the 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 head person. They're like, yeah, that's the wrong one. I'm like, oh. so. Oh no! We, we, we have... called the, we called the JV coach JV uh, coaches that that no. day and said, all right, y'all y'all were officiating the varsity game, so you know. No. Well, I said, luckily it was a scrimmage, so it didn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. It's truly so hard to think of all the things we had. Um, I didn't confirm a football game this year, and of course, the one I don't confirm, they don't show up. And it was a middle school game, of course, and everyone's sitting there. It's we have three different feeder middle schools, and this is the largest of the three. All the fans show up at this one. Everyone's sitting there, like, well, where's the other team? And we call and we find out we were never on their schedule. How? How we missed it is beyond me, mm-hmm. but you you feel terrible refunding all the money for all the people. We ended up like scrimmaging our like a blue versus white yeah. kind of thing. So they had something to watch, but still refunded all the money. Oh, it's such a nightmare. And you just feel terrible because it's not what's best for the kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's hard being it's hard being the person that does the things for sure. Oh yeah. I say, you know, definitely, definitely, if you're not a checklist person, you you become one very quickly. Oh, some, yeah. Some form oh, or yes. fashion. Speaking uh, of and, checklists, hey, I actually, I'm, I'm moving right into things if you're okay with that. Nice, no, good. Because your checklist made me think of it. Um, we have one of our largest feeder middle school. Our entire middle school coaching staff for basketball is brand new this year. Three coaches on the girls' side and three coaches on the boys' side. None of them have coached in our athletic department before. And, um, we're leading into the first game and one of them had asked me a question. Another one had asked me a different question. I was like, why am I not helping them more? So I developed a like beginning of the week and then on the day of the game checklist for them. And literally so many of them were like, Oh my goodness, this was the support we've been needing. It's like on Monday, make sure to confirm all the games. Cause we do empower our coaches to do that. I definitely do it also though, just to be safe. Um, but we empower our coaches to do that. So Monday, confirm all of your games for the week. Don't just say, Hey, we're coming to you on Thursday. Say, Hey, we're coming to you on Thursday. We've got seventh grade girls at four, seventh grade boys at five and so on. Um, and so we have that. And then all of the things on game day, make sure you have your water bottles, make sure you have your scorebook with you. Make sure that you've done your DCA list appropriately. I don't know what you call it there, but DCA list is like your do not count absent list. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you've sent it to the appropriate person in your office. Make sure you've cross-referenced with the eligibility list and make sure you're not DCAing anyone that's ineligible. Make sure that you've communicated with the parents exactly when and where this game is going to be and when you anticipate coming home, if they need to send money for food, all of the things. So we've got this big, long checklist Um, And I sent it as a PDF so that there's some hyperlinks in there of a document that I used to send out as a coach to my parents on meet day. Well, leading up to meet day said exactly what time we were leaving, where we were leaving from, what the address was of the facility we were going to, what time the meet started, what we were doing afterward for dinner, what time we anticipated being home, all of the things on it. And so there are a couple of different items in the checklist that are hyperlinked for them so that they have all of the resources that they needed to feel success. Cause it's the worst when you're thrown into something and someone's like, just get the job done. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't really know the job and I don't know how to accomplish the things that I don't know. So checklists. Amazing. I I'm going to reiterate what you said. If you aren't already doing checklists, do checklists. They're yeah. so helpful. 
Yeah, or yeah, some some form or fashion of a of a checklist, right? There's there's so many different ways you could do it now. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I live by checklists, and that's you know one of the things we teach in six thirteen is the the Google Keep, um, oh, and yes. and you know because now it's a you know it's a live active checklist. So you know if if yes. if you know my coach normally does the you know let's, let's talk about basketball because we're going into basketball season. Yeah. Um, if my coach knows, okay, here's all the things we got to get done. Um, you know, so as the AD, again, I was, you know, at the middle school, I was a PE teacher and the AD. So normally I, even my last class, when we were wrapping up, I'd go ahead and start setting up the chairs or I'd bring out the scores table or something like that. And so then I would be able to go in to Google keep and check off, you know, chairs, scores table, whatever. And so then my coach, whenever they got done with their teaching, obligation at the end of the day they opened up the google keep and they say oh okay the ad already took care of the chairs and the, the scores table i need to sweep the floor i need to get the water jugs i need to whatever um and then that way you know we're not missing each other or trying to run each other or find, trying to call each other and say hey what have you done what are what are we missing um uh, you know once once the, this. yeah once the season starts going on you kind of you know figure it out and you don't you don't have to use it as much but we still used it um because there may be a day that I got swamped with something or I had to deal with something, you know, with something with PE and I couldn't put the chairs out. I couldn't put the scores table out. And so when that, that coach goes on there, he looks at the thing and said, Oh, he, he didn't get a chance to do it. So I'm going to get my team to, to come help or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's brilliant. I haven't even heard of Google keep. Yeah. So Google keep is a, it's a, uh, oh free checklist. I mean, just like anything in Google, it's yeah. free. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a checklist. It's an active checklist and, when you check it off, it actually marks off and goes to the bottom as completed. Um, and a lot of people use it for like grocery lists and things like yeah. that. But, you know, I've used it for uh, obviously game day checklist as well, because sure. especially, it may, you know, if you, you've got an outdoor facility, there may be a lot of different areas you got to go to. So mm -hmm. instead of both my, myself and the coach, or if you have an assistant AD or a, a assistant coach or whatever, you know, they're not, we're not all covering each other's tracks and just going in circles. You know, they, they're able to look and see, okay, he's, he's unlocked concession or he yes. unlocked, he's put the ticket table out or, or whatever um, right there from your phone. Um, just like in anything in Google, right. It's very yeah. shared. Um, and it's live. So when one person marks something off, the other person can you, see it in real yeah, time. You see it. Yeah. This is brilliant. It's, it would especially be helpful for me because as the assistant AD, I'm actually housed at the high school. I'm just, focus more on middle school. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm supposed to be the person that focuses on middle school stuff. Um, so I do rely a lot on what we call campus coordinators. It's just an additional site and they teach all day and both of them coach as well. We have one at each of two of our middle schools. Um, but that would be phenomenal when I'm going over there for a basketball game to know, Oh, coach Cumston has already put this out and he's already mm -hmm. gotten the scorebook tape, the scorebook. He's already gotten our practice balls out. So the kids can be ready for warm up. And I know what I need to bring when I'm coming or what I need to do when I get there to set up. Mm -hmm. That is phenomenal. Cause he might do it during sixth hour and maybe the yeah. gym's not used during seventh hour, but I can get there and do what he hasn't done. Oh, I love that. I'm yes. looking into it. We're going to start utilizing Google Keep. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Google Keep's the way to go. So, again, shameless plug. And when this goes, I think this is actually going to drop Black Friday. So when you're out doing all your shopping and listening to, to us speak, um, if, you, if you're if you coming to Orlando and haven't signed up for a, a, a LTC class on Monday morning, uh, Monday morning is 613. It is everything Google. 
Um, so I'm actually the I'm actually the the course chair for that. So you will uh, c- come hang out with me for about four hours. Uh, and you know, we always joke and say you pay eighty five dollars for to take an LCC at at NADC and. But what you walk out of 613 with, you probably walk out of with $400, $500 worth of um, time because we give you every single example we have. Like one of, one of the co-hosts actually says, you know, if nothing else, you walk out with my budget spreadsheet that took me forever to make. And I just, yes. give, it to, and I just give it to you. Um, well, so as a, as a former educator, I was a special education teacher. Um, <clears throat> but as a former educator, that was a huge frustration in PD was I would go to a PD and they're like, you need to make sure that you're, you have great classroom discipline. You need to make sure you do this, that, or the other thing, but no one gave you any tools with which Mm -hmm. to do it. So I love that when they leave that 613 course, they're going to have all of these things that they just now need to like modify and make Mm -hmm. their own. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. And that ties right. I mean, yeah, they sign up. If you're not doing anything Monday morning, sign up for it. Um, you know, that ties along with what we're talking about is supporting your coaches, right? AD yes. support ADs, um, you know, like you said, by, by going to all these PDs and going to the conferences, whether it's the national or the state, um, hopefully you're able to walk away with something, right? And it's it's us supporting each other. Um, but we've got to do that for the coaches, right? So, you know, yes, I, I'm a big Google person, obviously, but so I'd, I'd be the one that would kind of create all these Google forms, these Google docs, these Google whatever for my coaches and then just say, look, here, here's the link, right? I'll yes. share, you're, you're a collaborator. You can edit it, whatever you want, but here, here's the link, send it out. Yes. Um, or or I'll send it out and I'll get all the data for you and just tell you what the data is. If it's something yeah. that can easily be, you know, relayed like that. Um, but so, you know, so that kind of goes right along into to the the topic is, is, you know, what what can we do as ADs um, other like the, you know, we, we hit the checklist. I think the checklist is huge. Just how are Setting we up for a game is on the smallest of all of our things though. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so what, I mean, what can we do as AD, especially at the middle school level, like you said, where, you know, sometimes we need support because we're teaching or assistant principal or mm-hmm. whatever too, but what can we do to, to, you know, until to help those coaches, because a lot of, you know, if you are blessed, uh, luckily the school that I'm at, um, with right now, um, we're actually blessed to have all of our head coach. Well, I mean, so all but one, um, all but one of our head coaches for the middle school is in the building. They are teachers. Um, Amazing. So we have we have seven sports that the middle school provides, and then we have some that they go play JV and all that at high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, particularly, you know, seven middle school sports, and six out of the seven head coaches are in the building, which is not heard of. No. Um, and so you know, most of the time that when we have you know coaches at the middle school level they're a dad they're a bit they're a mom they're a a, a community member there's you know mm-hmm. they 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 maybe coach the travel team right they 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 coach oh, yeah. the club team which is a whole nother world right <laughs> um, very different in pay to yeah. play so you know so how how do we help because you know as an educator sometimes you think well they got a whole lot more time than i do because they don't, you know, their schedule may not be as, as strictly laid out as an educator's, right? Because, yes. you know, um, but, but like I said, they might not know all the ins and outs and the red tapes and all the stuff we got to jump through in education. Um, so, you know, maybe just, you know, just start the discussion. How, how do we support um, or try to support our, our middle school coaches the best? Well, we found that 
like we preach, 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 like head coach, this is your program, grade seven through 12. Like you need to make sure that you're there. You need to make sure you're coaching your coaches. And we found that just telling them to do that at the varsity level, obviously a big focus is on trying to be the most competitive program you can be. Right. Um, and sometimes they lose sight of building that seventh grade program is going to contribute to that because that's not for another six years, right? Five, mm-hmm. six years. So we were, we were spewing that all the time, like get with them, get with them, get with them. But we weren't doing our part in our office and providing them with the opportunity to get with their coaches. Yes, they could have scheduled a meeting whenever, but when that's not where your mind is focused, that that's not, we, that's not what you're doing. Right. So we kind of fell into that last year, finding that, that our middle school coaches weren't being, not that they weren't being supported by the head coach, but just the time wasn't there to time wasn't being made to vertically align. Mm -hmm. So we started with, Hey coaches, we need to know head coaches. We need to know what your vertical alignment looks like. Um, our AD at the time, Billy tips, he's now at Bentonville in Arkansas, but he and I sat down and we kind of created this vertical alignment document together, um, to push out to our coaches to say in seventh grade, these are the things, this is the terminology. And these are the plays that our players need to know before they get to eighth grade in eighth grade and and so on, all the way up through the varsity level. And so once we had them do that, again, we created the document to make it really easy for them because as you mentioned, educators are so busy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Teaching all day and planning for practices and practicing till 6 p.m. sometimes, and then having to like go visit a kid at home who's having a hard time or whatever that looks like for the head coaches. You know, it, it was just so much. So we created the document for them to simply fill it out as easy as it could be. And then once we did that, we threw on them, hey, now you need to make sure that your middle school coaches are doing this. Let us know when you've done it. And we were like, tick tock, tick tock, waiting. And no one was letting us know because everyone was so busy. So instead of just waiting around, we gave it a couple of weeks. And instead of waiting around any longer, we scheduled a vertical alignment meeting. And our track coaches, for example, the, the middle school track team teams, all come up to the high school and they practice together mm-hmm. all at the high school on the track. And so the track coaches were like, Oh man, like we're with our middle school coaches every day. Like, do we really need to do this? And we were like, yes, you still need to be there. So we get all the, all the, um, the season specific coaches. So we did it in the winter and we did it in the spring. Right. So we'll use the spring ones because I already mentioned track. So we get all of our spring coaches together. It's the high school head coach. And then all the middle school coaches, if they wanted to have the high school assistants, they could, but most of them didn't. Mm. So we get them all together for this meeting that they were very reluctant to attend. And we went through a couple of reminders and expectations, you know, the basic, make sure you're checking eligibility, all that kind of stuff. And then we were like, all right, split into your teams, into your programs. And we want you guys to talk about what the expectations are from the head coach down to the middle school coaches. What are you expecting from your middle schools? What kinds of things do they need to know? Make sure you share your vertical alignment because we had them bring it with them. Um, Do your thing. We want you to stay at least five, 10 minutes. Like an hour later, we were literally shoving all the people out. The people that didn't want to be there at all. Mm -hmm. We are shoving them out because they thoroughly enjoyed sitting down without the kids all like, Hey coach, Hey coach, Hey coach, Mm -hmm. because you know, you can never get them away from you to have an adult conversation at practice. Um, so they really, really ended up enjoying this, this time together to vertically aligned to talk about what a sprinter's practice at the middle school level for a kid who's never run competitively before 
what that needs to look like so that by the time they're at high school, the high school level, and hopefully the varsity level, um, what, how they will progress from here to here, I guess, if I'm doing it backwards, teacher style from here yeah. to here. Um, so they ended up really, really enjoying it. So that's one thing that we do. Um, we really try and recognize our middle school coaches. Cause as you mentioned, like those middle school coaches, we have a few that are Johnny's dad or Jenny's dad that, Oh, well, I coached her T-ball team. So you guys don't have anybody I'll step in and they, they don't understand specifically education-based athletics. As you mentioned, it's very different from travel ball, from club, from whatever. So different. The, the purpose behind it is vastly different. Um, so helping them understand that we are educating through athletics as our mission statement in our, in our particular um, department. We want to make sure that we are educating kids. We want to make sure that at the seventh grade, we're not just playing those five boys that are rock stars who have been playing together since they were um, on the third, the three-year-old basketball team at the Y. Like those shouldn't be the only five on the court. We need to make sure that we are developing little Johnny who's never played before because his parents weren't very involved. And he has a lot of potential possibly, mm -hmm. but he's never going to reach that potential if we don't get him in the game. Um, so really like doing things like meeting with our coaches and making sure to share our philosophy, making sure that they understand what our purpose is in existing as education-based athletics is huge. And that's really like for a lot of our, like you mentioned, those parent coaches, it's really been eye-opening for them. It's truly been eye-opening for them. Um, but Back to basics, like getting down, getting in with them, sitting down with them, show, walking them through the eligibility list and showing them how they can pick out their kids or mm -hmm. how they need to cross-reference that with their, their lineups for the game on Thursday or whatever that looks like. Um, I think all of those things have really been things that we've done to help support our middle school coaches. Again, with me not being in the building, it's difficult, but I do want to talk a little bit about the structure of our athletic department. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to swing back oh, no, to the, no, so you're talking about the, the meetings, you know, unless they are an educator and, and they, well, it's, even some educators don't understand the importance of PD, but, yes. um, you know, even if they are an educator and they, they under, they know about the importance there, but a lot of coaches that come from the outside, come from the corporate world, come from the club travel, don't understand the importance of professional growth. Right. Oh, yes. Um, and so even like then, and that's what I've done, even if, you know, allowing and providing the opportunity for these coaches to go to some PD, um, like so I know here in South Carolina, we, we actually have a dead week. Uh, our coaches association puts on a great, uh, conference every week in the summer and the high school league shuts down, everything shuts down. It's a dead week, but a lot of coaches, uh, especially, you know, schools that I've gone to, um, that haven't had any any type of uh, not requirement, but suggestion for PD and things like that. A lot of coaches were like, "Oh yeah, well I use that week as my vacation week. We go on vacation that week because that's the dead week. We right? we can't practice, we can't do anything like that." I'm like, "No, no, no. This is the week you need to be at the conference. That's the whole reason. It, one, one, it shuts down because we we want you all to go to the conference, but you need to be there. Our coach association does a great job." by bringing in college coaches, by bringing in professional coaches, by bringing in motivational speakers or, or whatever, every sport has a day that is designated to them. Some sports have two or three. 
Um, but every sport has at least a full day that's designated to them with different speakers and, and PD and things like that. And fine, take the week. But if your sport's meeting on Monday of that conference, go Monday and then go on vacation Tuesday that's... through Friday. Um, and I'm, I'll pay for you to go. I mean, it's not like it's going to cost you anything like that. This is, you know, the support that we're going to give as a school, as an athletic department is we're going to give you the opportunity to go, um, you know, and that's the hardest thing is, is getting them to understand that. Um, and even if your state doesn't have something like that, um, I've also, you know, made, you know, paid for all my, um, my head coaches, we, you know, and I, I would offer it to assistant coaches if they wanted it, but I kind of made it quote unquote mandatory for the head coaches to have at least the AIC certification in NFHS. Now I think it's level one, level two is if it's changed. Yeah. Level Um, one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that was something I paid for. I paid for you to take your sports class. That's in the NFHS. I paid you for you to take, uh, you know, the fun, the fundamentals, our district paid for the CPR stuff that was in there. Um, So, you know, again, there's no excuse for you not to, to, to learn. And especially, I mean, that fundamentals class is great for any outside coach that's coming into interscholastic athletics. Um, Absolutely. But I mean, so just, but anyway, back to what you were saying about the, the coaches that said they didn't want to be there. I think it's, you know, we all have that issue is, is getting them to the conference, getting them to the PD, yes. getting them to the meeting. But once you get them there, they're hooked. Yes. Right. And they're like, oh, this is great. I've been missing this. I mean, I mean, Absolutely. I walked out, I had a basketball coach. He said, you know, at first, he's like, I don't want to come to this, but he went. And the next day he said, man, I I, I had to go buy another notebook because I wrote down so much stuff. Um, He said, now, I don't know if I'll be able to use it, but at least I wrote down and was able to get some different ideas and, and things like that. And um, so, again, I don't know what the answer is on and how to get them there other than right. some type of incentive. You know, usually, you know, if it's something in-house, I try to provide well, We food. feed them. Yeah, I try to buy food. Yeah, um, we feed them. Or, that works. Or if if you don't come to this meeting, you don't get your gear, right? You don't get your polo or your pullover or something. Yes. I, wanna, um, I actually but, have a box of polos in my office. Our, our head coaches don't get their brand new polo until they come in here and let me take a picture of them so that our website looks more streamlined. So I've got a box of polos because they don't want to come in. Actually, they're not even in a box. They're they're all folded by size in Sonic to go like drink holders. Yeah. So that like this is the size. These are the larges. These are the extra <laughs> larges. Yeah. So I have a whole bunch of Sonic things in my office because I don't know if they do this everywhere, but Sonic is it means I love you in yeah. Oklahoma. So if you bring someone a Sonic drink, it means you appreciate and care for them. So I've got lots of Sonic container or sonic to go things in my office oh, I didn't no I, I didn't know that i, I want those. yes which i should be bringing sonic drinks to our middle school coaches there you go get the, Everyone the nerds here knows in that's it. how you say i love you that's there's a tip everybody bring a yeah. sonic drink to your coaches just little things it costs a dollar during happy hour yeah and it's something so small and insignificant that really does truly mean a lot to your staff so doing little things like that sorry our bells keep going off and i don't know how much i'm off the office um um doing little things like that for your staff will help sorry oh my gosh um it will help with the retention of your coaches because truly that's our ultimate goal is obviously to serve our students but in order to serve our students we have to make sure we're serving our coaches and if they do not feel like they are set up for success they will certainly not return so like you said don't just have a meeting to have a meeting 
have a meeting to give them something that they can take with them and use and help them to save time. You're giving them another task, yes, but you're giving them the most efficient way to accomplish the task. You've done the back-end work, like developing the, the spreadsheet of the budget, right? You've done the back-end work, the hard part. All they need to do is put their information in. So I think that that's like a really key piece in supporting middle school coaches, definitely, is making sure they're communicated with, making sure that they are heard, and making sure that they're set up for success. Well, I, I always thought thought it was a, a great success at the end of the year if all my middle school coaches were coming back. Um, I'm like, man, this is great. You know, absolutely. I don't, have, I don't have to go search for a new middle school coach. And that was actually became part of my interview. Was like, all right, look, I uh, I get it. Um, you know, you may be a dad or you may be a community member, but we're looking for somebody that's going to invest in this program and be here for a while. Yeah. Uh, now. We understand things happen. If, if if varsity comes calling and, and you've got a great opportunity to coach at the varsity level, we understand, you know, things happen, you know, but we don't want someone to just come in for a year and then, then disappear and we never see you again. Right. So yeah. um, at least if you go to the JV or the varsity level, the students still see you and it, as it moves up, but um, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that is, you know, that, that that's a, a big deal. I thought about something when you were talking and it just lost, left my brain. Um, about oh retain so I have I also have a report card an athletic report card that I do at the end of every year um, it, it tells participation um, percentages male female grades mm-hmm. uh, grade level uh, it tells you how many numbers were from you know how many uh, kids uh, one maybe tried out for basketball how many te- you know how many I, how I actually made it um, you know in, or whatever sport and then mm-hmm. we, we we do that for a four or five year um, cycle. And then we just rotate it every after that. So then we can see, hopefully all those numbers are, are growing, right? Yes. Hopefully the participation numbers are growing. The the grades are getting better, the, you know, things like that. But I also have a column on there on retention of coaches. Um, and that is, that, that is a huge column to me because then I'm able to see, you know, again, we understand things happen. And if I've only got seven head coaches at the middle school level, um, you know, and I lose one, it's going to bring that percentage way down. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've got to obviously look at it and see, you know, if, if I'm 75, 80% of retention coaches, then I'm great. Cause it usually, that means there's just one, one left. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, that, that's always, you know, a, a big push of mine too, is, is what can, like you said, what can I do to, help them stay here. Now we understand life happens. Some things happen and they don't want to leave, but they got to leave. Um, yeah. but I don't want a coach coming to me and say, man, this, it, this was rough. I didn't, this is not what I expected. Uh, and I just, I just don't feel like I can do it anymore. Um, and, and, and that all goes back to like, not feeling like they have the tools to be successful. Mm-hmm. It truly does. I mean, we had one of our coaches this fall. He's, he's actually going to be coaching in the spring, but he came on as a PE teacher had like some amazing epiphanies in life where he just wanted to make a difference, right? So he was like, I'm going to go into education. I own these three really successful businesses. I want to go into education. Came into education and didn't have any training. No one talked to him about about how to do classroom management in a, in a PE class. Mm-hmm. Like no one talked to him about any of these things. So he was set up for failure from day one and he just kept saying, I need support. And he never felt like he could succeed and he left before the semester was even over. And I think that that's a huge 
eye-opening piece for us that if people don't feel like they're successful, they are not staying, especially in education. Everyone's hurting for educators and coaches across the country. So we need to make sure that we are doing everything that we can to communicate, to support, to help them feel the success that they need to feel. Um, One tool that we actually did last year, we found that the middle school level was having a really hard time with like getting transportation scheduled because there's a million different things that, that need to be scheduled with seventh grade girls, seventh grade boys, eighth grade girls, eighth grade boys at three different middle schools, all going to different places. Um, So this year in our schedule, we created a template for every single sport. And at the bottom, it says varsity. There's a tab for varsity, a tab for JV, a tab for ninth grade and so on. And so each of the sports has to enter their Ross or their schedule into that exact spreadsheet. But what we added, it was the date, the opponent, the mm-hmm. address, because transportation had the hardest time getting an address. So we've added the address, what time the game is, who all is going JV and varsity, seventh grade, eighth grade, only girls, whatever it is in that column. The next column is what is your departure time? How many people are you taking on the bus with you? Um, and then it ended with columns of who is the contact person at this opponent's school and how do we get a hold of them? So their name, I'm so sorry about the bells, um, their name, their email address, their phone number, however it is you contact them, basketball. Sorry, listeners, it's day <laughs> in the life, my friends. Um, but giving them those resources to put all of it on one spot in one spot. And then we just take that and we send it over to transportation. Transportation has everything they need before the season even starts. Obviously tournaments are a little bit different, but give your coaches the tools that they need to be successful. Don't all of a sudden the night before the first away game at the middle school level, be like, Hey, transportation called us. You haven't gotten with them yet. And they're like, Mm. we didn't know we needed to, who do I call it transportation? What information do I give them? Oh, I need to know how many kids. Oh, and it's boys and girls together. Like who's the girls coach. It, It eliminates all of those frustrating pieces from a new coach perspective by giving them all the tools they need right up front. Yeah, I'm going to steal that. I'm going to have to steal that spreadsheet from you and add it to 613 because I think that would be that'd be very for sure. Yeah. It's on a Google sheet. I'll share it with you. It's so fabulous. Yeah. I mean and that's the that's the thing is what can we do to 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 help out. So you know yes yes the coaches I know I I held my coaches to a high you know um standard and I expected Mm -hmm. them to do their job right but absolutely what what can we do to kind of take some of that stuff off where they all they have to do is show up and coach right yes Yes. they're they're still going to show up and paint the lines and they're going to still have to show up and you know have the rosters and set up the field and do things that a coach does absolutely but what can I do to take all the really the the paperwork away right so so the coach gets to do Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to get rid of that. Oh, that's fine. Does that work? Um, yeah. So can you still uh, hear it? Yeah, you get no, I can hear you. You're good. Um became a Okay. Yeah, there it is. All right. So, you know, you know, what can we do to get the paperwork away? Because that's I mean, that's the biggest thing is if we can take care of the paperwork, then we can take care of um, you know, helping uh the, the these coaches just really show up to uh coach um 
We, we, we got still got announcements going on. Okay. No, sorry. I couldn't hear you at all, but I've unplugged from the network. So the announcements are still going on, but I have made it so that you don't have to hear them. <laughs> no, you could. So no, I, I have saying, no idea what you were saying because you were muted. No, I was just saying that we, uh, you know, we try to do everything in our power to take away the paperwork side yes. um, of it. You know, they still got to do the own field stuff, but, you know, as much as we can to take that paperwork side away. So, you know, you yeah. kind of mentioned what you, what y'all do. So, and I kind of, I'll just kind of turn it over to you kind of, uh, you know, we've talked about a bunch of stuff, but maybe some things that y'all do to help support uh, those coaches and, and that maybe some other people can take and, and use. Well, really, I mean, as I've mentioned, we, we asked our coaches to meet and we have now become the facilitators of the meeting where we briefly, like no more than three or four minutes, talk about our reminders and expectations and then turn it over. And we can, we've given our head coaches even like some guidelines, like these are the things you need to make sure that your middle school coaches understand. And then we turn it over to them and they just kind of take charge of their own program meetings. We're all in the same area. So I can float between the different groups, you know, um, kind of make sure that track is keeping, keeping on, on tab with what they're supposed to be talking about. They're not just talking about whatever. Um, but really it's, it's a, it's an opportunity for them to not only learn the administrative tasks that, are naturally a part of coaching aside from coaching on the court. We obviously have all those other things, but um, they can also talk about like, I'm really having a hard time with getting little Johnny to buckle down and pay attention when I'm talking and quit fooling around and quit cheating and not touching the line. I don't know what to do. And someone at the high school level might be like, Oh, I had his older brother. It was similar when I got him and this is what I had to do mm -hmm. to, to kind of reach him. So we can talk about all those kinds of things in those meetings too. So those have, like I mentioned, been really, really impactful for not only for our head coaches to know what's going on and all across the program, but for our middle school coaches to feel supported and, and valued and heard. We also have, oh, where's my, we have, um, sorry, I had to look behind my computer. We have um, athletic department coins that we, we give when people are demonstrate, this is our little coin. Um, when people are demonstrating what we call our championship traits and we have a, um, lots of stuff going on. Sorry. <laughs> we have, um, a school creed here at the high school that we try and like push out to the middle schools as well. And we pulled kind of the seven championship traits out of that creed and made those our traits that we want all of our student athletes, and really all of our students to be demonstrating as well as our coaches. So when we catch a coach, like really having a unconquerable spirit and defeat is one of the lines of the creed. When we catch a coach demonstrating an unconquerable spirit in defeat or talking to their student athletes about it, we try and make a big deal of it and like present them with a district coin. We're also a military town. So the military really plays a, a role in it because they do the coins. Um, but it has seemed to be really impactful. People are really proud of their coins that they receive from our district and from our athletic department. So we try and do little things like that, again, to make them feel valued, make them feel heard and make them feel supported. If your middle school coaches feel those three things, your retention is going to be better. And I love that you have retention as a part of your end of the season information page. Um, I think that that should also be a part of our 
varsity varsity coaches because if you have a lot of turnover in one program and not in another, it could be a cultural thing in the program because one sport is very different from another, mm -hmm. but it could be reflective of the head coach. Um, one thing that we also implemented last year to make our middle school coaches feel valued was um, we use Google forms and we asked for feedback. How often was your head coach at your games? Mm -hmm. How often did you see them at your practices? How communicative were they? Did they contact you once a week? twice a week, once a month, not really ever. So things like that to help us address the root of some of the issues with them not feeling supported. How supported did you feel by the athletic department as a whole? What can we do differently to support the coaching staff next year? All those kinds of things. I'm huge on feedback because how are we growing if we don't know how the people in our care are reacting to what we are trying to do. So yeah, feedback, I gave a feedback, feedback. I gave a survey just to my head coaches for about mm -hmm. me, um, because how mm -hmm. am I how am I supposed to support you if I don't know? Um, exactly. Yes. So you know, it was it was seven or eight questions, very simple. Yeah. But you know, did you feel supported? And most time I was like yes or no. But then it would get into yeah. to deeper. You know, was the AD visible? Was did did the was yes. Was the AD, did, did you feel like you could approach the AD? Uh, does the AD know your sport? I mean, and I will say that I, I I have no clue about lacrosse, um, you know, and I went to a school that had lacrosse. And, you know, so. Had to learn. First, yeah, first thing, I still I still don't know. A clue. I don't know why they have longer sticks and shorter sticks. And I, 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 <laughs> I don't either, I don't, but we don't have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why they have 50 balls. I mean, I get why they have 50 balls around because they want to go shooting out, but. If I throw it out of bounds, as long as my stick is closer to the sideline, I get the ball back. I don't, it's what? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, crazy. I know nothing yeah. about lacrosse. Um, clueless. But, you know, of course, my, my thing is, is holy crap, I don't know how to paint a lacrosse field. Um, and so, you know, having to go yeah. to the lacrosse coaches and say, hey, I need help, you know, yes. But, you know, but still, as the AD, you should have a general knowledge of the sports, right? Yes. And, and, and hopefully that the coaches see that. That, you know, if you don't have a knowledge that you're willing to learn and, you know, and I, I told my lacrosse coaches, I mean, look, I'm not, I don't have a clue. Y'all are the experts. If anyone ever asks for no. a vote from the AD, I'm coming to y'all. Um, Absolutely. Now, now, if it was and not only willing to learn, but eager to learn about yeah. something that your people in your care are so passionate about. Yeah. And no. now if it was a soccer question, I, you know, I, I don't need my, I mean, I do need my soccer. I don't want to say that wrong, but. I don't need to go confront my soccer coaches yeah. about a rule setting because that's what I coached and played for my, my entire life. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's that, and you know, how did you feel, you know, the, the support, not just physically, but with, with money and, and, and things like that. And yes. know, it was the different things, you know, rotated. And um, so again, I always enjoyed that feedback and, and um, I did the same with my coaches. I did walkthroughs with them and, you know, people on here have probably heard me say before the best feedback I ever got as a coach from my AD was, which is one of his little informal walkthroughs. Um, and of course, when you see the AD pop up as a coach, you're like, oh, you know, I'm checking every P's and Q's. Yes. If, if I do have a, a, a little note, a practice note card in my pocket, I'm pulling it out, making Pull sure, it out. you know, go, you yep. know doing yep. everything. And so, I mean, I thought the practice went great. Again, it, it wasn't much because my practices, there's not a lot of downtime anyway. It wasn't much yeah. different than normal. But the AD pulled me aside a couple of days later and said, hey, I just want to go over this. I, you know, I like this and this and this. And this. Um, he said, but I do I do have one thing. I'm like, oh, here we go. 
He said, he said, when you pulled the girls in, because I was coaching girls soccer, mm-hmm. when you pulled them in, I'm going, what did I do wrong with this one? I mean, it was, I only kept them for two or three seconds. I'm thinking right. he's a, he's a football guy. He's going to say that I need to keep them longer in the huddle. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, no, no, no. I kept them for three or four seconds. Said this is what we're doing. Go, you know? And he goes, yeah. no, he said, I think the instruction was great. He said, but you didn't have their, all their attention. And I'm going, how do you not know I had all their attention? He goes, well, because they weren't all looking at you. They weren't all looking you in the eye. And I'm going, oh, yeah, that's a football thing. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, I, I get that. But then he came back and said, I think one re- one thing that may help is if you take your sunglasses off when you when you talk to him. I'm like, I feel like you've uh, said this before. Where have I, I think, heard this? I may have heard it and said it on the podcast, but maybe. Uh, but I mean, that one right there, it blew my mind because I have to wear sunglasses outside because the mm-hmm. glare kills me. And, and your light eyes, yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, I was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll try. I, I'll, I'll just lift them up when I talk to them, pull them back down. And I would have to say that it worked. I mean, again, I didn't have a hundred percent of them looking looking at me because some of them just, you know, couldn't care. But yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, they actually started paying attention because they saw me looking eye to eye with them. Yeah. Um, especially if I was addressing them for doing something wrong. And I'm like, it was this yes. that, that slightest little, you know, hey, just pull your sunglasses up. You know, it's it, outdoor you know, sports people, listen up for right. sure. And um, and, and so it was you know, just things like that, just that simple feedback, and that was the support. Yes that I got from an AD that I was able to use from then on out. I mean, I was a new, Absolutely. new head coach. I mean, I was 24 maybe at the time. And, and so, uh, you know, I've been able to use that, you know, in all the sports that I've coached so far and use it with my AD. So, you know, that support that I got from the AD at that point actually made me a better coach, made me a better leader, maybe at everything's things like that. So now I'm aware of it Yes. that, okay, I've got sunglasses on. I may need to take, not that it, it's wrong to have sunglasses on, right? Yeah. We live in the whole Dion's uh, uh, era now. <laughs> that's uh, right. Again, well, prime I, I time. Lo- yeah. that's right. I, I love my sunglasses. I've got me some coming. I, I don't know when they'll come, but I got me some coming. And, <laughs> but uh, just the, lose just mine the, all the time. I got to get them at five below. So if I step on them or get they get thrown on the back seat, it's fine. Just get another right. pair. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so just uh, different things like that, and just just how can we, uh, you know, help. Because some, you know, some coaches are like, like, don't, don't tell me how to yeah, coach. I got or this. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, then you're either going to have the kids against you, the parents against you, or you might not be here because yes. we say you're, you're not doing, you know, a good job. But well, I think uh, that this, that's definitely something I'm taking out of this is when I do a walkthrough, make sure that every time I'm giving feedback to that coach about things that looked really great again, so that they feel valued and seen, but give them little tips and tricks that I've learned along the way, because a lot of the middle school coaches are generally younger, newer coaches. And why not help them give them a little tip, like take your sunglasses off to help get their attention that they can use for the rest of their coaching career Mm -hmm. and hopefully share with some other coaches to really, truly make an impact. That's awesome. I'm using this. And this is a personal thing, but if you can, if you can help coaches realize to get the kids out of drill lines, then that's that that's huge again i don't know how it would look in your sports but if if you can figure out a way to to help those coaches one i think it's going to help with uh you know team uh management if you want to say it's not classroom management but team management and and boredom and things like that you know is is trying to make everything active right and i i I very rarely try to do drill lines and if it was a drill line it was a very short drill line where 
you know, they only had a second or two to stand there and they were, they were off again. Um, so again, just different thing. I think that, you know, a lot of people don't think about that in a sense of support. We think about, okay, we need to help with paperwork. We need to help with, uh, some PD stuff. We need to help with this and that, the other, but a whole huge part of support too, is to coach the coaches. Yeah. And a lot of that can come from PD. Like you can have a PD with your soccer coaches where your head coaches may be gone to that clinic that you're talking about during dead week. And they bring back all of this information. Like, Hey, the newest thing with doing this particular drill is not to do it this way. And don't give them conditioning, make sure any conditioning is sport specific. Here mm-hmm. are some different ideas, all of those things, like making sure that we are providing them with the opportunity to learn. Even if your district can't send every coach to a clinic, send one and give them the opportunity, facilitate the time spent together for that one coach that went to teach the other coaches, but truly like getting away from old practice techniques and kind of getting into 2023, 2024 Mm -hmm. with what works for today's kids. We all know that teaching in the classroom is completely different than it was even 10 Mm -hmm. years ago. Why are we trying to coach the same way? You can still coach hard. You can still have high expectations, but instead of just, Hey, run around the field five times for your punishment, let's do some cardio speed and agility work. That's going to still get that, that conditioning piece in, but also be sport specific. Like yeah. we're working on our agility for tennis as we're doing this because we couldn't manage to get to practice on time or whatever it looks like, yeah. but always make it sports specific. It's huge. And I think a lot of our coaches could really learn from all those kinds of things that are being taught at coaches clinics. Yeah. And, you know, gone are the days, again, you're not supposed to call them anymore, but gone are the days of suicides, right? Oh yeah. You know, it, when those get on the lines. Now I'm, 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 uh, I've done it right. I actually did. Same. We, we, yeah. we, we, we were at a, a soccer game and we were getting killed. I mean, the team we were playing was better than us, but they weren't that much better than us. Um, and we were getting killed. I think it was like seven or eight, nothing at halftime. And I was done. Right. You know, it was, you know, the girls weren't trying or anything. So halftime comes, I said, either I'm going to get fired or the parents are going to love me. All right. There, there's no in, in the middle with, <laughs> with, with, with is fixing to happen. So this is halftime. We go over to our corner and all the girls come over there. And I said, put your water bottles down. And then they're like, what? I said, get on the line. And so for the whole 10 minutes of halftime, we ran gassers. And, and then at the, at, at the end, I said, all right, y'all ready to play? You know, and, and, so, you know, of course, like, <laughs> you know, whatever, but, Hey, we played a great second half. They they only scored on his once in the second half. Again, they probably it's had their still second happening. Swinging. Yeah, it really and, is. My seven year old had a game on Saturday, a soccer game, and we were winning three to nothing at the halftime. And it's seven year olds, right? Mm-hmm. We're winning three to nothing at halftime. Like they call half, we go over and like we're like, yay, Capri Suns, mm-hmm. you know. And the other team's coach is like, that's three. They scored three. Run three laps, and all their kids like start running laps around the little soccer fields. They had to run three laps because we had scored three goals. I was like, what's happening? There's seven. My yeah. kid's like, Oh, look a flower. And the <laughs> other team's running three laps because we scored three goals. Yeah. We got lucky. We, I mean, there's a time and a place for it. Like my, my, my basketball. And these are things, again, we're kind of going off on a rabbit hole, but these yeah, are sorry. things that, you know, that you can, you can teach your coaches though. Is, Absolutely. Is, you know, my my basketball team and I, I got this from uh Instagram reels or TikTok or something. I saw and, and people may have seen it. I think Florida men's basketball is who put it out there. But it was a 
basically a tag with the basketball and yes. they and they were throwing it around there was no dribble and and you had to actually take the ball and tag the other team but it was a very good team and moving and vision drill and so working like, on agility yeah. working on so, all the things that you need to be aware of in basketball so i'm like all right we're gonna try it so in the first couple of times you know they, for whatever reason the seventh and eighth grade girls decided they wanted to throw the balls at people and so that was a whole nother, like, you know, that was a control yourself. Cause I'm going mm -hmm. off. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, when do you ever throw a basketball at somebody? And so then once we finally figured it out. Yeah. Right. They were exhausted afterwards. And they're like this. And so then I, I use not as a quote unquote punishment, but if, if we needed some conditioning for whatever reason, right. We, I, I were playing tag and they were like, Oh, I mean, y'all hate it. But then because it was so, so exhausting. Doing it. Yeah. But, you know, it's it because what my team captain was even the same way. She goes, well, in the club, we we run all the time. I said, Coach, we don't do any conditioning here. I'm like, you not tired? I said, by the end of our right. hour and a half, are you not tired? And she goes, yeah. I said, okay. I was a good answer <laughs> because well, if you, you would have said sport, no. but Yeah, it's sports-specific movements, too, versus just run up and down the bleachers a few times. You're doing very sports-specific movements in a game-like atmosphere mm -hmm where they're enjoying themselves. Yes, they're tired, but they're having fun while they're doing it. And that's what 21st century learners are needing. That's what our student athletes in 2023 need. They need to have fun. They need to learn to enjoy the process. Some of them, especially in education-based athletics, like teaching them to have fun with conditioning. They don't even realize they're doing it and they're working their butts off. Yeah. So like I said, all, all of that is, is come from and like I said, people listening in it's come from the experiences as a, as a coach and able yes. to bring that experience as a coach into helping your 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 coaches and again coaching the coaches. Um mm -hmm. and and so learning you know, different things like that. So um I you know, that's a lot of good stuff. I think we can go on for hours talking know, about right? this, this stuff, but it's already been uh, an hour. So that's right. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap up this section. We'll we'll uh and then um have a little ad break and then we're going to see what Lindsay's doing to to better herself right we've been talking about bettering our Ooh. coaches so we're going to see what how what she's doing to better ourselves so we'd like to thank our title sponsor uh wall of fame or vital signs wall of fame um, for allowing us to continue to do this in uh season two so please check them out especially if you're going to nadc they will have a booth in the vendor hall uh, so make sure you stop by and see them and come by and see us uh, Sunday night for the meet the podcasters. Uh, you know, again, you can get more information at the vital signs booth or the box out booth um, there uh, in, in a DC. So again, want to say uh, special thanks to John and the people over at vital signs. Um, so Lindsay, what are you doing uh, to get better so that some of the ADs uh, listening can, can do. I constantly, constantly read anything and everything to, to help me grow as a leader and to help our coaches grow as coaches so that our programs can be our product, be producing the, the best humans that we can produce to put out into our community and into our world. So one book that I'm almost done with right now, um, Rooted to Rise by Sherry Cole. And it's just talking about like the redwood trees rely on one another, like their roots go into the ground and they kind of grab onto each other to keep such tall trees from blowing over in wind and stuff. They support one another. And it, she kind of uses a bunch of people or talks about a bunch of people 
throughout her life that have kind of given her the perspective that she has on leaving a legacy, on living with purpose and on coaching athletes. So Rooted to Rise, Sherry Cole, OU women's basketball coach, phenomenal. And then um, one thing that I actually just got in yesterday is um, this book, How to Lead When You're Not in Charge, just to help me be the best assistant athletic director that I can be. Um, it's about leveraging your influence with the people that are working with you and kind of making sure that you're doing everything that you can to support them in addition to your upper administration. So that's one I'm actually starting hopefully this evening after our Plainsman wrestling showcase. So just constantly reading and listening to podcasts whenever I do work out, as you know, AD duties are all day, all duties, after dark, all the things. When I do have time to go for a walk or go for a run, that's what I do. I podcast, um, listening to, I have like three or four that I kind of just play one of yours and one of the next one and one of the next, you know, as I'm, as I'm running. So podcasts are hugely impactful because it's something you can listen to in the car. You can listen to it while you're working out anytime. Um, when you have a free moment in your office while you're answering emails in that hour a day, you've put aside for that. Um, but really just like being eager to learn, being wanting, willing and wanting to learn is, is hugely impactful in what we do as servant leaders. So those are my things for now. Um, legacy, if you haven't read Legacy, it's amazing about the All Blacks. Where's that at? Legacy by James Kerr. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, hugely impactful on, on teams. My husband is our head volleyball coach, and he learned a ton from this book that he put into practice this year with his, with his program to kind of get them to function more as a unit instead of as individuals. So... Lots of really good things. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. I'm not so much of a reader, but I am a podcast listener. So yes. I definitely listen to the different podcasts to and from work. And uh, especially, you know, last year I had an hour drive to to work. And sometimes it was an hour and a half, two hours coming back, depending on traffic and, and things like that. So I was able to get some some good uh, listening time in. Um, but right along with that, again, if you know, by the time you listen to this, I think we're probably going to be two weeks out three weeks out from NADC. Um, just take all of that information we talked about. If you're still listening to us, uh, thank you. First it's of so all, long. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but take all that. And when you go to Orlando, uh, you know, just take it all in. I remember the first time I went, it was actually in Orlando. So this is kind of a, a coming home, uh, you know, full circle thing. But I remember I, I wrote so many notes. I took it back. And I think the biggest thing I got out of that first conference was a two week schedule that I've still used today that I send out to my coaches, my admin, to my custodial staff, to the cafeterias, to anybody that needs to know what's happening. Um, you know, and we, the reason why they say we send out a two week schedule versus a week schedule, because you're always looking ahead. So Absolutely. then whenever, so then that second week becomes the first week and now you got to, you know, so again, I didn't I never thought about that, especially being a first year AD. I'm like, all right, I'm going to send out the, the what's happening this week. But, you know, the, the office staff, the custodial staff, the, you know, the, the, the admin, they need to know what's happening next week, especially if something has changed. Right. So, um, you know, please, please make sure you hit. And then that, that was in a workshop. That was in one of those 45 minute workshops. That wasn't even in an LTC class. Um, 
So, you know, please make sure that you get the most out of it. Again, um, someone asked me the other day what the most kind of the busiest days of NADC is. I said Sunday through Tuesday. Uh, there's there's some stuff happening Friday and Saturday, but Sunday and Tuesday, if you can pack it as much in as possible, uh, I think you'll be able to get out of it and get a bunch out of it. So, um, yeah. like I said we'll be down there. I think Lindsay be down there too. And like like oh, I yeah. said earlier, uh, please stop by and see us uh, Sunday night. I think it's going to be around eight eight fifteen. We ain't, we don't know the room yet, but um, again, if you stop by or if you follow myself on um, AD Freddie on Twitter, I'll definitely put the room out there. Uh, room number there but also stop by the uh, vital signs booth you can also stop by and come you know see me at the box out booth on sunday and i'll tell you where to go but please come come see us sunday night and just hang out hey grab a quick drink we'll have some drinks and and fellowship with, and, with myself and um the other eight the other ad focused podcast that vital signs uh supports so uh we, we look forward to that and um hopefully Lindsay will stop by and you can you can put a face with a a voice as well, but yeah, absolutely. We, we would, I'd love to. Lo- of course I'll stop by. That's right. Hey, we got, we got to continue this conversation. So for it, real, it's, it's going to go on for a while. And um, no, I appreciate it. Lindsay, again, thanks for jumping on. I know it's, you know, about, well, it's about an hour by the time we, we actually hit record. And so we're, we're, we're about right. Um, yeah. And so well, no, I appreciate it, the opportunity. Thank you so much. I learned so much from you. I can't wait to go back and implement these things that that you've taught me about today so thank you okay. well google keep google keep saved my google life keep, so. for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that was that was one of the ones that when i learned about it a couple of years i was like oh where's this been i know um, and i'm going to send you my spreadsheet that that we made for our schedules with all the transportation and everything on it i'll send it to you you can make it your own there you go yep like i said well if, again if you take a 6 13 monday morning you'll get a, a spreadsheet from um Lindsay and, and enid so uh, we'll, we'll make, we'll make sure we, we, we blast that for you as well. But, uh, again, until next time, um, like I said, I think you're listening to this on black Friday. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody in a couple of weeks in, in Orlando. So safe travels, uh, whether you're driving or flying and, and we look forward to see everybody, but thank you for listening. See you in a couple of weeks. At the wall of fame, our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life. We transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community, showcasing your school's diverse history, proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our wall of fame is in your content. Whether you're starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. For more information about the wall of fame and a 5% discount, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com backslash Freddie.